What's going on, everybody? Mike Stadler here. Carl Bethke here. The Obsession Podcast 2023. Bam! Year two. Episode 50. Whatever. We could call it one. Yeah. One B. One B. S2. Season 2, episode 1. Episode 1. Nice! Get it done. Welcome back! So, we got some uh, questions that have been coming in already. Um, New year, new goals, new hunting, new everything. Yes, sir. So, I have a few here. Carl said he wants me to surprise him. He has no idea what's going on. Don't make me spit my water out. I mean, in general. That's natural. (laughs) It's been like that forever, bro. So, we'll start with one here. Got a, a, a question on how to mentally prep and repetition for archery hunting success. For hunting success. Yeah. We don't care about target target shooting. That's a whole nother one. We'll get into that one later. Yeah, well, okay. I mean, they're, they, they kind of crisscross. They do kind of crisscross. So... The first thing I'm going to say is I've seen beast, a lot of great target That's archers beast. that cannot shoot now. a deer. Oh, I mean, man. guys like professional drink a little. make a living <laughs> shooting their bow, not be able to shoot animals because they have, they get cranked up and they forget everything they did. Maybe not so much in the last five or six years, mm-hmm. you know. But when we were filming the summit, I mean, I remember one time directly, 21-yard shot, 150, 160-inch 10-pointer hunting in North Dakota. And very first arrow, he missed completely. Second arrow, he spined the animal. And it took two more. He missed again while the animal was on the ground. And then finally, on his last arrow, Heart shot Professional archer from Hoyt. Yep. Great guy, whatever, but just freaked out in that moment for some reason. Yep. What do I think? <clears throat> First of all, every time, for me, every time you make a shot, whether you're shooting, we're shooting league, or, or uh, we're actually practicing in our yard or whatever, I think you need to, to make every shot as if it is that one shot a year you get in the animal. Mentally. But big thing for repetition. You know, you got to get your anchor points down, get your bow set where you want it to be, where it needs to be for you to make the proper shot. You know, when these guys are going to full draw and they're messing around trying to look through their peep sight and stuff like that, if you're ever like that in a tree or on a hunt, you're in trouble. You know, and that's the technical part of it. I don't know if the question is based more towards the mental part of it. I think kind of everything, because it's. I think we've seen a lot of, uh, you know, missed opportunities. Yes. Uh, you know, mentally, um, and I think it gets to the point where people want the animal so bad that, uh, you know, you do something that you shouldn't be doing. That's true. You know, at that point, are you really pulling it or really torquing your bow or? 
you haven't shot enough. Like the repetition, I think, obviously, is the biggest thing. Every yeah. time you pull the bow back, it should come back the same way. I mean, I, I see, you know, people like, well, I gotta get this nose button, I gotta get this butt button. And, you know, I, I don't know, you, you know, put 46 things on their bow to, to bring your anchor points right. Um, I mean, I get some of them, I guess. I don't, yeah. But I, I mean, uh, if you're shooting your bow enough, I mean, that should, it should be a real natural pull in and settle every time. Like yeah. you say, because you want to make that same shot, so you should be pulling in and settling the same yeah. every and, time, no matter what you're doing. And that's 100% repetition, I, <coughs> I, I believe. You know, proper setup with bow. I mean, there's a lot of people. Do you, do you set up your own equipment? If you do, great. Um, and you know how you should have everything set, I guess. Uh, most people that take the time to, to learn how to set up equipment are that meticulous. They understand proper form and proper draw length and all that. Whereas if you go to one of the big brand name stores and you have a bow set up, I would almost put money on, not all the time, but the majority of the time, that your draw length is not where it should be. Um, you know, there's a lot of variables there. Um, go to your local archery shop. These guys have local shops will set you up right because they want their customer customer base to be successful. You know, big big stores, and I'm not hammering on Bass Pro or Cabela's or anything like that. The majority of their bow techs that are there learn the basics, and that is it. There's a lot more involved in it. Um, equipment. You know, this is going to probably sound bad to most of you. When it comes to archery equipment, as far as I'm concerned, you get what you pay for. Yeah. Quality equipment costs more money. And like anything. Like anything. It's, you know. And quality equipment <clears throat> will save you sometimes when you do something wrong. Yeah, it can. It can. Uh, bad decision making is bad decision making all the way around, I think. Um, that's the one thing that people need to work on the most, I think, is being able to make the right decisions when that time comes, yeah. when it comes to shooting animals. You know, when to draw, when not to draw. Uh, you know, looking through your shot. Now, how many of us have have uh, pulled back on a on a target on an animal and looked right through a twig or something and hit a twig? Yep. You know, uh, happens. Uh, none of us want it to happen, but it does happen. Yep. You know, repetition to me is the number one thing that makes. Yeah, there's. You know, I think people. <clears throat> a lot of people don't learn to follow through with a shot. They don't understand the follow through with a shot. Don't there you? is, I, in my opinion, there's a follow through with a shot. 100%. And I see people that don't do it. I'm not going to sit here and say, like, I'm the best archer in the world. No. I, get, I go to, you know, Kyle and I will start league here shortly for winter. Uh, so we shoot year round. This is the longest stretch I've went without shooting my bow. Me too. Usually hunting season. When but but the bow is in the shot. She getting the tune up. Yeah, she That's is. Why. Yes, she is. But She'll be ready soon. You know, when we start, you know, there's a lot of people that all shoot me on the range. I could care less. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm as competitive as anybody you'll ever meet, too. Like, I don't want to beat anything ever. No. I want to be better. But, you know, the hunting situations, the real life, live time situations are where I want to succeed. You know, uh, which we're lucky enough to be able to do that. Um, yeah. 
whether that comes from stuff we've did in our background or not, probably. The way we are, I'm sure. Oh yeah. Uh, but we shoot and shoot and shoot and follow through. And you know, I had a problem, I don't know, what is it now? It's 2023, so I wanna say, was it 17, yeah. 16? Probably when you had target panic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. real bad, I had it bad. Yeah. I could not figure it out. <clears throat> and I missed, missed a lot of animals that year. Uh, this was before we went out west. Yep. Um, shot a, ended up shooting a, a good buck, hit him back. The neighbor stole. Yeah. You remember that one? Yeah, yeah. 100% um, he stole him. He's a dick. Um, <laughs> yeah. For it. Uh, whatever. It happened. Um, I ended up killing another deer, which is actually um, the biggest eight pointer I've ever killed. I ended up actually shooting that year too. I got lucky. Um, I only went back out because I was mad. Yeah. Um, made a marginal shot on him, um, but killed him. Yeah. Um, and I literally didn't throw everything away, but threw everything away. Like I bought a new bow. Yeah. Um, I bought a bunch of different releases. You know, I I went to a different site setup. I went to a different release setup. I went to a different. I went to a D loop. That's where I shot off the string. Mm -hmm. Everything changed for me, so well, that I could change whatever I was doing wrong. Had to change. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you know? and it just, that, that's where it becomes a mental struggle. Yep. And some people can't get through that. No. No. And there's it, it takes work. It takes a lot of work actually to do that. You know, and everybody will tell you shoot the back tension release. That'll help take care of a target panic or whatever. And that's true to a point. You know, I've seen guys that shoot back tensions have just as much target panic as anybody else. Because your mind, once you shoot a, a back tension for a certain amount of time, you know when it's going off. I don't care what anybody tells you. Yeah, you know. And if they tell you differently, they're lying. Yeah, you know the pull. You yeah. know when it's going to go. Yeah. You know when it's on edge with a back tension release. You'll watch guys <coughs> pull right through it, pull right through it, and they do that part rapidly, and then they slow down. And you see it like, and, and, and then it's still back tension release yeah. and it breaks. But you'll see it, they get to that point where like, okay, now I really got to aim. Yeah. Or you get the guys that actually, like a friend of ours, Lucas, you know, Lucas is probably one of the best target archers I know. Uh, and he'll pull back and it gets to, he gets to that little click. You see him go click. And then it's pulling, pulling, pulling through the shot. He's one of the most consistent guys I've seen. I mean, he'll shoot. Whether you're shooting spots or shooting 3D or whatever, definitely one of the better shots. Him, Mike Burkholz. Mm -hmm. Mike, he's a great shot. A lot of guys from up by uh, the Green Bay area, those guys, you know, target shooters. <coughs> but uh, sometimes when you get an animal in front of you, <laughs> that really? changes. Yeah, lifetime. Lifetime. Lifetime shooting. Yep. It is different. And, uh... you, don't you think, Mike, like you and I, you and I have basically the same steps. So like, we have like six set, six steps, five steps in our shot sequence. You know, knock the arrow, mm -hmm. get the release on the string, go to full draw, square, push, pull, push, yeah. pull, push, pull, shoot. Yeah. And it isn't like we're shooting like this, it's push, pull, and then pulling yeah. like this, and aim and aim and aim, and boom, the shot breaks. And if we go, if I'm sitting there and aiming and aiming and aiming and I know it's not gonna go where all of a sudden I, I meet, if I think of anything but aiming my bow, I gotta let it down. Otherwise I'm gonna miss that 12 ring. Yep. You know, and that could happen even with a deer. Yeah. You know. The, the best shots I make, I don't remember. No. Do you mean the aiming part? Yeah, I don't remember any of it. Yeah. It just goes off. Yeah. 
That's that, those are the best shots I've ever made ever in anything, and it's always been. An you mean more the release side? Of yeah, it. I don't even know. Yeah. It. The aim part you remember because you yeah. pull up, put the pin yeah. on it, and it, and it just goes like, off. Yeah, oh, it just goes off. That's yeah. what I tell everybody. They don't understand. I'm like, I don't ever think of, and we call our our release a back tension with a trigger. Yeah, because you are pulling our triggers on the back in our palm. Yeah, and you're pulling the trigger backwards. Yeah. Through your shot. So we're we're shooting a what people call a thumb button as a back natural release. So we both shoot. We actually customize them. Uh, they're Carter, uh, just cause plus, and uh, we we change. I've come up with a way. I, I come up with a configuration that fits in our hand better, um, and a machine them cut them down for myself and my customers if they're interested in them, um, but. We shoot them as a back tension in the center of our center of our hand, and we—that's all we shoot. Yep. Year round. No matter what we're shooting. Yeah, whether we're shooting broadhead league, 3D league, uh, spots, or hunting, that's the release we have in our hand. I've shot the same release just so everybody knows. For the last 10 years, I've every now and then played with a back tension in my basement just for fun. Yep. But as for the hunting and shooting competition thing, I always shoot that. Yep. And I've started. I've shot them now for six years, and I don't shoot anything else. It's all I have. Right. And that's all I shoot every time. And I have friends of mine now that shoot them. Yes. Because they ask me, "Where do you get that from?" Yeah. How do you like that? And I always. I have one that I give them, and I let them go shoot it. Yep. And I said, "No, be prepared to punch yourself because yeah. you're going to pull back on it, and you're going to grab the trigger, and you're going to pull it. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to smack yourself in the face. But it's." Um, yeah, it's really repetition. It's really repetition. 100% repetition. You know, uh, like I tell a lot of people too, um, especially whitetail hunting, a lot of people, you know, they're like always like, well, I'm going to pass this deer up and pass that deer up. It's, how many deer have you shot with a bow in general, you know? Oh, yeah. So take a few bow, or take a few deer with your bow. It really helps. You know, go out early and shoot a couple of does or yeah you know like we even like to do that it's nice to put a doe down and it just kind of makes you feel good about reassures everything yeah like everything's working everything's right you know when that big boy comes because <clears throat> like we always said everybody everybody wants to say they they don't care if they shoot a buck or not but everybody wants to shoot everybody wants to so shoot a buck. you don't want to control what you can control yeah and that's anyway, true the other you part can control your shot yeah 100 percent. and the other part of you know uh, at least the hunting aspect of it. Make sure you shoot with all the equipment you're actually going to hunt with. You know, you know. I'll shoot your broadheads. Make sure you shoot your broadheads. Make sure you're, you know, go out and test a couple times with clothing. Yeah. You're going to shoot a glove on your hand. Put glove on your hand. I've seen Mike shooting middle of summer with glove on his hand. Why? Because when he's shooting in the middle of the cold like it is now, there's a glove on. So, yeah, you know, you don't. And I don't. And we should say release, but he don't like having a glove. Like, I'll wear it. I'll wear a glove on my bow hand, yeah. but I won't on yeah. my release. And it's a real thin glove. Yeah. But but I know the feel of that trigger in my palm. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be different than touching my palm. Oh, it is. You know, so it'll go off earlier. Just that little bit of thickness. If I was <laughs> to put that glove on a little bit of thickness, I could get probably three quarters of the way through my draw and my release would go off just because of the thickness of that. That's how tight I am on my yep. trigger when I, when I get to full draw. Yep. So... You know, I'd have to practice with that. I wouldn't just expect to go into the cold and do that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's part of that. Well, but, you know, it's another thing too. People ask us all the time, like the only time we shoot a field point 
will be indoor 3D. Indoor 3D over the winter. Yep. When we're shooting. Now, when it comes to spring, we're shooting broadheads. Oh yeah, hundred percent. All year. Yep. All summer. I don't care what my field points fly. Like. No. I don't care what I don't care. You don't care. I right? don't care what field points fly like on my ball. No. So shoot your broadheads. Shoot your hunting arrows. Yeah. And I, that's what I tell people a million times. That's been drilled in. But Mike. <laughs> Your broadheads are supposed to fly oh, like your field points. God, that's a, we could get into that one. But Mike... Yeah, they're supposed to be the same. They're not going to be the same. They're not going to be the same. I don't care who tones your bow. <laughs> I don't care. I really don't. Yeah, I, people argue with us. They will. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll get, you get some that shoot that way. Sure. Oh, yeah. You get some. But, you know, all your broadheads are going to fly a little different. Yeah. Even your field points fly different. I 100%. mean, we see in 3D League, you know, we twist a knock. Oh, yeah. We have an arrow that's like... And we've tested our arrows. We spin our arrows. This arrow ain't working. Bottom of the quiver. Yeah. You're now number three. Yeah. New <laughs> yes. number one. New number you know, one. It, it happens. It's not. Yeah. Yes, well, things are machined to you know close tolerances, but they're not going to be perfect. No. And knots are notorious. They're actually yeah. molded plastic. <clears throat> so you know there is a thing called knock tuning. Mm -hmm. You know, and there's a lot to that. More relevant when shooting longer distances. Yes. More relevant <laughs> when shooting broadheads. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, Mike and I will knock tune every one of the two dozen arrows that we have set up for hunting. We That's lost, right, two dozen. We lost a few last year. We did lose a few. ND's got yeah. some arrows. ND's got, got a few punny stick pits up there. <laughs> but, you know, as for the as for the confidence in making a shot when you're deer hunting, I believe, and Mike and I have talked about it before, and I'm sure you guys have heard us talk about it, is is once you get that consistency down where your body's recognizing each mm -hmm. motion into making the shot, this will make you a better hunter in the long run. If any time, if at any time during that draw cycle or aiming point during a deer hunt, all of a sudden something feels weird, chances are it is, and you're probably not gonna hit the point where you're aiming. Yeah, yeah. you know, not that I'm pushing for leagues, but it's a good thing to do. Shoot a league. Oh, yeah. Shoot with people that are better than you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I do every time I go there. And you can ask Carl, because I say it all the time. Carl's like, you're a lot better shot than you think you are. Eh, I don't know. I, like, we go to a league, and I'm like, these guys are all better than me. But mentally, I'm better. Well. In my head, I'm better. Yeah. And I'm going to shoot better. And if you shoot with people that are better than you, whether it comes to, like, you know, you shooting darts when you shot darts professionally yep. and all that, all the way up to, you know, us shooting leagues with all these guys that we shoot, because our club has some really oh, great shots. Really good shots. Um, it makes you better. You actually perform better yep. because you've got that will to be better. If you want to be just mediocre and you're there just to <clears throat> kind of whatever and drink beer, well, I have a good time. I don't care. I don't, I don't want to look stupid in front of anybody either. Like, yeah. I... You know, I want to look good. I want to shoot my bow good. Yeah. You know, and and uh, the other aspect of that too is, you know, for us, for you and I, you know, is it whether my average is two twenty four? I don't give a shit if my average is two twenty four. What I want to know is, what's an average? Am I going to be able to put that on my wall? What's an average? Yeah, <laughs> average is. I don't okay. know. I, if you win, if you win the um, high average plaque every year, and I'm not fucking hammered on everybody. Congratulations, you've made a major accomplishment, especially in our club. Yeah, it's tough. But for me, my goal is not to try and get that higher average. I mean, I, yeah, if I was close, great, but I'm not that good of a shot. 
and we're shooting hunting equipment against guys with yeah. comp. That's equipment. another thing. We shoot our hunting equipment all year. Yeah. We're shooting so, thin line arrows yeah. where everybody else has got PS23s and 26s, and, which is more power to them. That's They're our hunting for them. Stabilizers yeah. are on it. The Tacticams are on our bows. Oh, yeah. When we're shooting yeah. meat. If yeah. you don't believe it, come watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's there. We shoot at point at bow hunters. But it's so. always the same. Yep. You know, and that, like Carl said, like, I, you know what? We lost our last lead that Carl and I shot. Which, whatever. Yeah. I'm not going to get into that. <laughs> um, we shot good. We shot real good. And it's a broadhead lead outdoor. Yep. Um, and we love it. You know, we won it several times. And uh, we lost it. Whatever. Okay, we lost it. Put three animals three on the wall. On the wall. <laughs> I'll take that. I'll take that. Every you know, chance. So you know, you shoot. You know, use what you're going to hunt with. You know, that's what we do. It's what we've always done. Yeah. Repetition is. You know, make it perfect. Stuff still happens. You right. Know? We we had out west. You know, we're like, God, you know, we're missing, and and you 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 go back and watch the footage. It's a great shot. Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean, it's a perfect set in. You know, draw, follow through, you know, but something that you're shooting 80 to 90 to 100 yards at will move on you. Of course. You know, you can make a great shot and it can break great. And, oh, yeah. You know, you're not going to hit those shots sometimes. So there's a variable in there. <clears throat> yeah. So it's, but yeah, I think that, that helps you with better people. Shoot a league, shoot your hunting equipment. Yep. I mean, if you want to be a good hunter, Shoot your hunting equipment. Yep. Year round. We if, do. If you want to be a great target archer, then shoot target equipment yeah. and shoot your target. That is great. But I'm telling you right now, your mechanics with your target bow are different than your mechanics with your hunting bow. It's a different bow. All the way around. I don't I, have one. Dude, I've got I a TRX yeah. 38. Carl does, I don't. It's got a scope and all the, everything <laughs> on it. And, you know, when I get invited to go shoot a money round with those guys, mm -hmm. I go shoot them. But I'm not near as good as they are anymore. Because I don't shoot that bow constantly. That's what they shoot. Right. I shoot my hunting bow because that's what you and I do. And that's what we're going to continue yep. to do. Like this year when we go shoot a lot of the indoor stuff, because we're going to this year. Mm -hmm. We're going to shoot our hunting equipment against, yep. against guys yep. who are using comp bows. Yep. I mean, we're out there for our you know, yep. fun practice. And the the worst thing is you don't want to get beat by us. No, because we will talk at yeah. you. We're going to run oh, that yeah. right down your throat. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, just meet you in my humble. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. That's a nice bowl. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Take them PS26 and throw a broadhead on it. You could. I don't, wouldn't recommend it. Yeah, right. You could do that. But that's kind of where we set our goals, I think. Yep. You know? Yeah, I mean, decide what you want to do. Do you want to, you know, do you want to be a great target shooter? I mean, obviously you want to be consistent in yeah. shooting your targets, but it'll help you in the field, you know, Take some animals with a bow, especially if you're bow hunting, which is all we talk about anyway. I suppose we should probably get into that part of it, though, too. So the animal part of things is is you should probably work on your your mental game. Yeah, you're, I think your breathing is a, is a big part of it. Yeah. A lot of people get really cranked up as yeah. soon as they see a deer. Can't, can't uh, calm themselves down. I'm not going to lie, like when I, me personally, when I have a big buck come, like my heart does start to pound, mm -hmm. and it does it on whitetails, yeah, which is weird. But the whitetail thing, I think, is for me, like you and I have talked about this. I think is because when I see that whitetail at that point, I know that I have to try to make this shot. And it's probably going to happen. Yeah. So I get pretty cranked up. Like, but it doesn't affect my shot. Right. You know, I don't get 
I don't get all cranked up until after. Let's take your beer this year, for instance. Yeah. You're fucking around with that seat. I was. You yeah. turn around. Yeah, I'm jacking around in the stand with my seat. Here's your target buck coming yep. at 35 yards. Yep. And I, I had, I was facing the tree, the the bucks to my left, my bow then is on my right. You know, because I'm facing the tree. Which is exactly the wrong it's side. Exactly of the, tree. the opposite of where you know. So, I see the deer. I know that it's flyer, which I named him. I reach across my body, grab my bow. Um, I have an arrow knocked, obviously already when I'm whitetail hunting, and my release is on the bow. Yep. Um, and I actually did range earlier, yeah. but I knew so I knew about where he was. Yeah. Um, set my pin, hit the tacticam to run it. Yeah. Pull the shot, shot the deer, took off. It was that quick, like, and I didn't know what happened. Yeah. Like I let the bow go, and I'm like. So you, in a matter of 15 seconds, yeah. you went from seeing the deer, to judging the yardage, yep. to setting your pin, to turning the camera on, yep. to coming to full draw, to putting an arrow through his chest cavity, watching him run over 45, 50 yards, fall over dead. Yeah. And, I actually, and I actually set my pin. That's I reset what, my yeah, pin yeah, from yeah. 20 to, I put it at 25. Well, I thought I put it at 25, I put it at 24. Yeah. When I rearranged where he was, it was 23.8. Okay. Well, you know, because I hey, pretty good guess. That was pretty good guess, you know. But it, I never thought of any of it. Yeah. And like I told Carl, and like when I gave Carl the footage, you can see it because oh, yeah. literally my tactic cam comes on, and the, the deer, deer comes into view, and the shot's off. Yeah, he takes like three steps on the camera, and you kill him. Yeah, and I never thought of it. And like I said, one of the greatest shots I made. Yep. Didn't think about it at all. Right. And you didn't <laughs> even you went to full draw. Didn't even remember squeezing your trigger. No, just I don't remember. Right. Yeah. And it comes from what we do though. Yeah. Constant practice and like I know, like I can take my bow out and you can take your bow out and I can pull my shot off. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I can pull my trigger every time. Yeah. And I'll do it sometimes. Yeah. Like eh, that's it. Well, I, yeah. Well I, I know you know I know when you do it yeah. in league, you're right. like Yeah, I'm that mad. one's out. Yeah, that's junk. You know. <laughs> and we know when that shot goes it's bad. Yeah. You know, that that's not good. No. That's left. That's high. Whatever. Because yeah. you know you did it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, you know, like, again, the repetition <laughs> part of it for the hunting aspect of it. You know, throughout the, throughout the year, you guys, you should be getting these steps down by using your hunting equipment your hunting equipment only if you're doing this for hunting. So you get to the point where you know how to draw your bow. I don't know how many times I see it. I see it a lot at league and people are bitching about hitting high or low or left or right. It's how these guys draw their bow and how they settle on the target. You know, I mean, when you first started shooting competition <laughs> archery, what did I tell you all the time? You got you got to be above it and bring it down into, into it. it. Yep. I don't know how many times, and do not do this, you guys, because you're going to miss low. These you'll watch people draw back, and their pin is below their target, yeah. and all of a sudden, boom! So as soon as you engage this muscle up here to bring it up in there, next thing you know, you got that lollipop bob, don't, <laughs> and the next thing you know, people get antsy. Because they know there's other people watching them or waiting, and they're bobbing, and instead of letting it down and starting over, coming top down, they go, don't let shoot. Her, let her go. Eight low. Right? Yes. Under the 12, yes. maybe a 10 if you're lucky. Uh, and that's just how you draw your bow. I mean, that's just one thing. There's plenty of stuff out there that can tell you guys how to do it. But once you get into those steps and figure out what it takes for you to be more consistent at whatever yardage you want to shoot, uh, the better off you'll be during a hunting situation because things will start to become more automatic. 
The other part about deer hunting that I, I would suggest to people and tell people mostly is if you see a deer and you decide this is a deer I'm going to shoot, stop looking at the rack. That's simple. Yeah, for sure. You know, if you... There's a deer at the tax service right now when I dropped off a couple weeks ago, whatever. Yeah. Um, they were on a drive. Yeah. Gun drive. Yeah. Um, shot it right through the beam. Oh, I seen it. Yeah, did you see it there? Jeff showed yeah, it to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, and not a, a, a smaller caliber rifle is the yeah. only reason it didn't blow the whole beam off of it. Right. It blew right through the beam. Yeah. yeah. He had to shot like a two twenty three yeah. or something. Yeah. Like oh, my God, look at that rack. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're not going to kill it shooting it in a horn. Nope. You know, yeah, you got to stop looking. I, I, and we talked about this last year when we did our, uh, when we did our year end. You know, we talked about... Um, I was going to take a shot in this buck. Like, I don't know how big he was. Yeah. I'm like, good enough. Yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah. I'll worry about that when I'm lucky enough to put my hands on it. Right. You know? Yeah. You can tell if it's an animal you want to shoot yeah. or not when you, at first glance, if you are one of those people that wants to look at the size of the rack and try and assess what it scores, I'll be honest, I don't really want to talk to you anyway. <laughs> Throwing it out there. Change the channel, move on, I guess. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I, you know, if, if you have a goal where you say, I want to shoot 140 inch deer or more, you should be able to mentally see that right away and make that decision. Yes. And you probably don't have the problem that we're talking about right now anyway, no. to be honest uh, with you. I'll tell you too, you know, we talk about conditioning all the time. <clears throat> Body conditioning? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, um, you know, conditioning for one thing, especially with your breathing mm -hmm. and being able to, to get yourself back under control. Yeah. Because it's harder to do. And especially, we do it a lot because we're out west. Right. So you're already, you know, on the go after an animal. And now the shot might be right now. You got to pull it up, you got to make it. You know, whether you just ran half a mile or went up a hill for a mile, whatever it is, you got to be able to slow your breathing down and be able to do that. And yes, it is possible. Mm-hmm. I have been a personal trainer for 20 years. Yeah. You can do it. Oh, yeah. I don't care what kind of shape you're in right now, but if you're not working on it, again, it's something you can control, you know. Um, you, you will notice this throughout the rest of this yeah. year that we will talk about variables that you can control as yeah, a hunter. Control. You know, and, and uh, your shoulder muscles yeah. in general, I'll just tell everybody, look it up. Look up the muscles in your shoulder. Look up the muscles that it takes to shoot a bow repetitively. Um, People think a lot of it is more your hand that you're drawing the bow back with. It's not. Mm -hmm. It's the arm you're holding the bow with actually takes more stress than when you're drawing your bow back, okay. muscle-wise. Yeah. And feel free to argue with me <laughs> because it is a fact. Yeah. So, and people don't think of it that way. Yeah. But it's usually your front arm or your holding arm, whatever you want to call it, that gets shaky or yeah. drops. Yeah. You know, or I I see it a lot with well, a lot of people say they walk they watch us and they say, how much your guys' bow weigh? I'll be honest with you, our bows weigh between nine and ten pounds. Yeah, they're they're probably closer to ten, maybe a little over that yeah. now. But the reason that is for out west, we're shooting in the wind, right? Um, and you'll see a lot of the guys from up north I know that are really good target shooters. I mean, they got a ton of weight on their bows, front, back stabs. I mean, shooting a lot of weight on their bows, but those bows are stable. Right. But these guys, 
like you, like me, work out and they're strong individuals, especially when it comes to their archery, their upper yep. body and their shoulders and their back and everything. That's really, really important. Again, why you shoot all year. Yeah. You know, I'm not saying, I mean, I would recommend you go to the gym and work these muscle groups, but if you shoot your bow constantly, trust me, you're strong. You're working. Yeah. yeah. So that's like when you first see a first person that you know, they're normally shooting a bow or whatever, and they get like three arrows in, and all yeah. of a sudden they're back here. Yeah. And it's, yeah. <laughs> you know, and they shoot sixty arrows. Hey, you leave me out of this. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's a, it's a big thing. Well, I went through it last year, where I had that shoulder oh, injury. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, came out of nowhere. Um, I think I know what caused it, but it put me out for, boy, I, I couldn't hunt for two weeks. He actually and, went down to my place and didn't shoot a deer because yeah, he knew he couldn't draw his bow I, back. I couldn't pull my bow back, and it wasn't my arm to draw the bow back. It was my left arm. Yeah, I couldn't hold the bow out in front of me, you know, and it was horrible. And Like, I did everything I, I could do to get that back in time Yeah. so that I could go hunting. Yeah, um, you know what? If it would have been a voodoo doll, like I told Carl, like if somebody told me I got a voodoo doll, stick a bunch of pins in it, it'll work. I'm like, get it. You do it. You were a voodoo doll. You yeah, I got was, acupuncture. Yeah, I did acupuncture. I did uh, um, chiropractic, which are two things I believe in. Yeah, and they helped me a ton. Yeah, and I was back hunting. Obviously, I shot my deer. Yeah, went out west, shot a deer. Yeah, so it's been good. But and I work out every day, <laughs> seven days a you week. You know, seven days a week, and like do different things. I, you know, have been a trainer for a long time and it's, if you're not working that stuff out, it'll get you. you oh, know, yeah. I, I get shaky in league when we first start shooting league. Oh yeah. You know, I'll start out, I'm, my first 10 arrows are pounding. I'm like, I start getting bad. I'm mad. Myself, <laughs> this is bull. I shouldn't be shaky, you know? Yeah. Well, you're using, you know, <clears throat> lift, you can lift weights all you want. Yep. You start shooting your bow and you're shooting a lot of arrows. You're actually using a different muscle group. More in, I guess I want to say the smaller muscle groups. Yeah, like your bigger stuff. And, and that's where you'll start to notice here. You'll start to get that close. Where you'll get the bottom. Definitely something you should be doing. We'll probably end the podcast there. We appreciate the question. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for watching right here on YouTube. Then get a chance. Hit the reaper in the lower right-hand corner there. Uh, that'll subscribe to the channel. Hit the little bell. Turn it all black. And then every time we come out with a new podcast, you guys will be able to see the podcast. Every time we're doing any of our small property layout or any of our homes, you guys will be able to check all of that stuff out. It'll come right to you every video we put out. So we appreciate that. I'm sorry, we work for us. Correct. Thanks for listening. Thanks.